1: Mississippi State coming in number 17, Auburn. Mississippi State, of course, is at 5-4. and four. Auburn is 6-3. and three. The game, of course, is at 11 a.m. Central Time on ESPN. Auburn is favored. You can tell by the line there. Over and under is 50. Season history. Auburn leads 62, 29, and 3. Of course, we know the game last year, 24 and 10. A lot changed after that game. Football Power Index, of course, favors Auburn. Gives us the best chance of winning this game. So, let's talk about it. Fellas, we already talked about how we're feeling. But let's let's kind of structure this to kind of talk about the Mississippi State offense. Now, we, we, know, we know what we're dealing with with Mississippi State. We know what Leach is all about, air raid. He's going to pass the ball a lot. And the numbers ve- bear that out. Mississippi State is top five in passing offense in the nation. Uh, we know what Will Rogers has done. He's already thrown for over 3,000 yards, 3,300 uh, and seven yards to be exact. 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions on the season. So I know that was a concern of yours, Ike. Just in your opinion, if you're Derek Mason, what what should we expect to see? I know that at, on on obvious passing situations, we want to get some pressure, so you'll probably see four down linemen. But does Aub- does Auburn switch some things up and play Aiden in the on, the on the back end? How does how does Auburn prepare for this offense?
0: Um, I I do think we're going to see probably more dime packages in this game, but I do also think you're going to see them try to, um, mix in some man coverage to cut off some of those quick slant opportunities or those easy throws underneath, because frankly, they'll, they'll take those all day, right? Like they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll play pitch underneath forever in Mike Leach's offense. Um, now, they're going to try to go tempo as well to try to give us um, some looks that we're not used to and try to get us out of position, but I do think that we're going to see more dime this game uh, than typical.
1: So one of the guys who we're seeing here is is Makai Polk, who already has 71 catches for 720 yards already on the season. I'm pretty sure we're going to see McCreary matched up with him, but I'm pretty sure they're going to move him around uh, there are a few other guys who've had plenty of catches. Uh, uh, Marks is another receiver. Um, so yeah, like wh- how how are we feeling about our secondary matching up with Mississippi State's receivers? If you will.
2: I feel I'm not. It's hard to say I'm. I am. I am or am not worried because what we saw against Texas A&M was a result of they don't really have that good of a passing game. Their run first team. Um, Jimbo knows his quarterback is not that good, so he protects them with the play calling, by running the ball, and by playing good defense. So, this is not that. Uh, it would be kind of fool's gold for me to say, well, look how good a game we played against AM. But yeah, that's the opposite of what we're going to see against Mississippi State. So, I don't know if there's carryover there. What I do know is that we do have some carryover as far as how we have looked defending the pass. For the last three games total, I'm 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 gonna throw Texas A and into that mix because of course we did play that game. They dropped some balls and did us some favors. Let's be clear about that. But against Ole Miss, um, they did a lot of running early. Or oh, excuse me, they did a, some passing early. Derek Mason went at halftime, said, "All right, enough of that." Came out, we shut that down. They didn't really score anymore. Um, I I like. I think the system has now been kind of set. The players are in. They, they understand. They still have some habits that are going to leave us vulnerable. Um, Smoke still goes for the big hit instead of the short tackle. Um, and he's still out of position sometimes. Tennyson being back there, he was a very good physical presence, but they weren't throwing a lot. I don't know if he's going to make the right reason to be in position back there because he didn't have to do much of that. You basically could just attack the line and scrimmage most of the game. Um He doesn't have the reps, I think, is what will worry me. If Tennyson is starting, he doesn't have the reps to identify the way Puckett might, even though Puckett may have been a liability at times, too. So one safety position I think we're going to have to— I don't want to say worry about. Worry is too strong a word. I'm not worried at all at corner. Simpson McCreary, I love it. Cool. We're good at corner. Um, Even Kaufman getting some action. He got burned last week. He did. He got burned for that long play. But I think— they're just in the mix, man. Our D-line's playing better. We made the choice not to blitz a lot last week. We didn't try to heat up the quarterback. And I think that's why we didn't get much pressure. <clears> hmm. <throat> It'll be interesting to see if if they try to go after Will Rogers. I just I think we stand a good chance to hold them below their averages at the very best. At, we, at, the, at the very least, excuse me, we're gonna hold them below their points averages. I'm not saying we hold Rodgers to like 55 percent tossing it because he's just been good. Leach knows what he's doing. He knows how to make some safe throws, some predictable, easy throws, and they're going to keep poking at us all game. So I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not incredibly worried. I think our secondary does good enough to win us this game. That's a bit. I think our secondary and our defense play well enough to win us this game, and for me, that means less than 27 points. For for Mississippi State, I think they do that for us. I'm not worried about Mississippi State running up 500 yards of offense or 34 points or more, anything like that. I think they score 27 at the absolute most and give our offense a chance to win the game for us.
1: Jazzy Joe, appreciate the super chat. We played LSU and all they did was throw to even same better receivers. Penn
0: yeah, Penn yeah. State the same. So I mean, it's not not, yeah. not going to be the first so, time that we're going to be facing a team that's going to be primary or going to be a throw first team. Um. To me, I think the difference in these two is not necessarily the approach that they take offensively. It's more so how good their defense is. And Mississippi mm-hmm. State has a better defense than both of those teams. Yeah, it's true.
1: Mike G, talk to me, man. We we saw last week Will Rogers, when he got outside the pocket trying to make a play, we saw him trying to force some throws uh, through an That's interception against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Talk about what does Auburn have to do to kind of disrupt the timing of this offense and put Will Rogers in a situation where he feels he has to press. Is that the game plan, or or, or what are you thinking? What are you thinking the deal is up, up front or with you know some of your favorite guys, McLean, Papo? What do you think
3: Auburn does to disrupt the
1: timing of this offense?
3: Um, well, so you can't talk about this without talking about what they're up against. Uh, this guy, Will Rogers... Leads the NCAA in pass attempts. The next closest competitor is 50 pass attempts behind them or 40 pass attempts behind them. So they pass the ball a lot. They're averaging only 56 rush yards a game. So we've talked a lot this season about trying to make teams one-dimensional. Mississippi State just makes themselves one-dimensional. All right? So the number one thing you cannot do, you cannot let a team intentionally doesn't do a thing on purpose, come in and do that thing. Right. This can't be the game where they start, they find a run game magically. Now, oh, we have done that before. So I just want to put that out there first. Uh, So under the, uh, you know, condition that we're not going to let them run the ball on us suddenly and that they have to pass it. I feel a lot better about our pass defense than I did earlier in the season. Um, no, I noted that Kaufman got a ton of playing time against A&M. Uh, so he, I saw him out there. He had a great hustle play. They've got to play better. Will Rogers will throw some at you. I mean, he's 75% completion percentage on the season, which is ridiculous. Uh, however, he's got eight interceptions. Now, that's not unusual because of the high amount of pass attempts that they have. So... Yes, he will throw some at you. you got to catch him. In this game, you have to catch him. You yeah. can't let him sling the ball all over the place because you can't necessarily count on their receivers to drop the ball either. Now, their top two receivers have one more drop than our top two receivers, right? Uh, their top two receivers have five drops apiece on the season, um, which uh, is may not sound good, but... Unfortunately, they have two receivers that have at least 60 receptions so far this season. 60. We don't have a single receiver that's broken 30. Yeah. So, drops versus volume is actually not that terrible. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, They've dropped 24 passes on the season total. uh, But they've got... So, they've only got two more drops than we do on the season... But they've got 180 more pass attempts than we do. Hmm. So this team can move the ball through the air. Their short passing game is their running game. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is for them. If they need five yards, quick slant, quick out, you know, two step drop release. That's how they play football. Um, and to do that, it requires accuracy from your quarterback, uh, which they seem to have. This is going to be just about taking advantage of opportunities when they're there defensively. He's going to give them some opportunities at turnovers. If for some reason we can bother him, if we can generate a pass rush, because that's the that's probably between beside pass defense, the one thing that's been a little underwhelming about this Auburn defense this year, as the season has gone on, has been inability to get pressure on the quarterback. It, uh, during Texas A&M, I felt like they did almost everything well except for that. Just get in Calzada's face a little bit more, and Mississippi State is not going to make that easy on us at all. So I, I'm worried. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried because their quarterback is accurate, and you can def- sometimes you can out throw good defense. Yes, even if we play tight coverage, the way they play offense, it's it's five yards at a time if their receivers are catching it and we're not physically batting the balls down, but you know, we're getting good coverage. It could be a long, long day mm-hmm. of them just driving the ball down the field on us. And, and, but hopefully it doesn't result in points. If we can tighten up in the red zone though, once that field shrinks inside the 20, that's where we have been really good advantage Auburn. Yeah. Uh, but this, this game should, I mean, this game should worry everybody. Uh, they're, quarterback is playing good football and he clearly understands their offensive concepts and what his coach wants him to do right now um we know a quarterback that played for that that played for mike leach he comes on our channel often uh and talks about the concepts that they were taught and you know what he expects of his quarterbacks and this is going to be one of those things where you know the beginning of the season I thought circle this one W, and now this 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 game how we handle this pass offense will will be the difference between whether I feel like I can on in, in good conscience pick us to win the Iron Bowl this year or not. We can't this if we can't win this game if we can't at least look competent in this game. You know on defense I I, I don't know that I'll pick us in that game either. So. Oliver uh, needs to do something different now. The good, the good news is, defense ha- has been building momentum all year. They have, they have done well. Every as- aspect of this defense has improved, even if only marginally. Right. But they've gotten better. They've gotten healthier. I think having Papo back, uh, although I'm not sure he had a great game, Ike against A and M. Right. But his presence on the field does make a difference in some areas. If they can find a way to get him and uh, Leota and and maybe mix in some corner blitzes or anything to get to Will Rogers' man and just disrupt him a little bit to win field position, give our offense some short fields, and get them in the end zone early so that we're not playing catch-up. Because Mississippi State is built to come from behind. Right. And they've done it. They they have done it. They can sling the ball all over the field. So we might need to get up and and then hold on for dear life. I could see this potentially being a game in the 30s. I, I believe in our defense, though. I think I think if they're intentionally going to be one dimensional, you might see Mississippi State come out and try to act like they're going to run the ball at least early to keep us honest, to try to keep us honest, and then go back to doing whatever it is you know they do, which is a million throws a second.
1: What I've seen them do, especially when they get in short yardage, is, is when they try to run the ball. Um, they're not really—I mean, they're just not good at it. Just, they just—they don't do it, so they're not really as efficient at running the uh, running the ball. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we defend the pass. And you know, I, I liked what Mason has been doing the past couple of games with his game planning. So. I don't anticipate him giving up those slants in this game because to Ike's point, Mississippi State will take that all game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious to see what type of coverages we use, how he mixes it up, and how we prepare for those guys. So the Mississippi State offense versus our defense is something – is this the matchup of the game, or is it the other side of the ball that we that we need to discuss, guys?
3: I, I think that's it. I think that's the matchup of the game, honestly. Matchup of the game is our defense versus their offense. Yeah, our pass defense versus their pass offense.
1: Yeah, I we, think so. So, so we win that, we win the game, obviously, because that's that's all Mississippi State's going
0: to do. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, maybe so. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, I mean, definitely, we have to you know talk about the fact that Mississippi State has a decent defense, but they are giving up over 300 yards per game, right? Uh, they're not giving up a ton of points, you know? I mean, they're giving up a decent amount of points, but they're not surrendering a whole bunch of points. Right. I do think that this is going to be a bounce-back performance from our offense this week, though. Um, I think that the run game, though it did not seem effective against Texas A&M, they figured some stuff out in the run game. If you watch what we're talking about on Watch the Film, it's something that I have been discussing uh just the, the way that the offensive line was blocking and getting to the second level. I saw that a little bit more in this game. I think Tank is back running the way he needs to. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a bounce back performance from Jarquez Hunter as well in this uh, last couple of games. He hasn't been a huge impact player. You saw a couple of times in this Texas A&M game. They were trying to get him involved in the pass game on screens. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's going to pop some big play for us in this game and it's going to be the difference in the way that Mississippi State then has to game plan for us. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for our running backs to be very effective in this game whether that is in the short pass and take off upfield or just in the run game in general.
3: You know, I don't know that Jarquez Hunter really had a bad game versus a you and know. I mean, he he didn't get a lot of touches. I'm I'm
0: not saying I'm I'm not saying I didn't say against Texas A&M. He had a bad game. I just don't think recently he's been
3: running particularly well. War Rapport family. It's your boy, Mike G. The 2021 season is here and we're cooking up a bunch of amazing new content for our listeners. New segments, new giveaways, new interviews and new game day experiences. But you have to be an insider to get in on the action. So head on over to YouTube and search for The War Report. When you see the channel, look for the join button. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss what we've got coming. So keep listening. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app and get your weight up by becoming an insider for the 2021 Auburn football season. Let's go, baby. Now let's get back to it.
1: So talking about the offense, Mississippi State's defense is pretty, pretty good. Uh they are ranked in the top fifteen. Actually they're tied for twelve into or eleven, I should say, in rush defense. They're only allowing there's only giving up over a hundred yards a game on the ground. And so we know how important our run game is to our offense, right? So I you feel like this is this is the game we bounce back on
0: offensively, on the the ground? I do. I just think that the commitment to it is going to be different in this game. Um, I'm I'm just looking for our offensive line to get into a a better groove when it comes to that. The question for me is going to be what combination of people they're going to be putting up there on the offensive line, though. Um, Because, you know, we had some guys who went down with injury in the last game. We've got... They've been trying to figure that out. So if if we've got a, a solidified way that we want to attack... I think that we can, you know, do well. Now, do well is relative. Like, I don't know how much over 100 yards they're going to get on the ground, but I do think that we can break the 100-yard mark, um, and then that opens things up for the play action a little bit more. But again, I said uh, I think the running backs will have an impact on this game. Might not necessarily just be running the ball. I think catching the ball as well is going to be something we'll see out of them.
1: B. Will, how you feel about, how you feeling this week about our offense going against Uh, Mississippi State's defense, and what do you think the point of emphasis will be in order for Auburn to get the win this weekend?
2: Well, we had um, not a great day through the air against Texas A&M, and even though our rushing total wasn't impressive, part of that was due to um, very low and bad rushing numbers by the quarterback. Um, You know, the couple sacks he took, and he wasn't really productive on the ground anyway, so that hurt the rushing total. But also, like Ike said, Jarquez didn't get a lot of carries. Sharvis got a few carries. Um, but I actually I'm with Ike the way we ran the ball, like we tank had some seven, eight, nine, ten yard runs, and we hadn't really seen a lot of that from anybody. We've had some three, four, fives and some sixes, but I was like, man, I I know this defense is good at Texas AM last week but we were able to break off some really good runs and some really big holes against that defense. So I am encouraged by that. Now, Mississippi State is a very good run defense because even though they throw the ball a lot, they are not ahead of people by a lot. It's not like they're chucking it and then they're up 20, so you got to throw. No, it's usually a very tight game. They're, they're neck and neck with people and it's usually, it's come down to the wire for a lot of their games. So them able being able to hold people down in, in the rush department, that's a little concerning. That means they're really good at it. Um, they were able to hold A&M down considerably. They made Arkansas play a very tight game. But I always think, and this is something we'll learn about Harson going forward, how do you respond to a bad game? We played against, we played very poorly against um Georgia. Not so poorly. It, it just it didn't turn out like we wanted, but I think they used that as a springboard to improve over the next few games. Now, of course, the competition wasn't the same, but you still have to go out there and execute. And we saw better play even on film from our offense after the Georgia game. So, I think the loss may have done something for this team. I think there's a good chance that that has. Honestly, I don't really have a lot of concrete evidence. And that's what I'm trying to work through. I think we bounce back because Harson is the type of coach to go back to practice, set the standard, reset the standard, that is, and make sure they are focused for the next game. 1-0 has been the mantra since the offseason, and I really think he's getting that home. I'm not worried that it's early. I'm not worried that it's away. Oh, excuse me, this is not a waste of home, but I wouldn't worry if it were an away game. I think he knows how to get us focused. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to go out there and execute. It doesn't, but I do think he has us prepared to play this game and we play a better game simply because of how we left the field last week. I don't think anybody wants that to be a lingering memory um, or to to give the fans a reason to doubt what we are and what we can do. And I think every player on offense, Bo included, has to wash the taste of that last game out of their mouth. So for sure, I'm expecting us to look more focused than we were last week by far, and I expect... I expect us to look more competent. I'm I'm not telling you that that means we're just hands down. Yeah, we're gonna put up 40. Uh, just man, it's the SEC, man. We we have almost a whole season of data now that says Mississippi State is good on defense. The quarterback is good. He's not giving the ball away a whole bunch for how how much he throws it. They're not a bad team, and we're not a great team. So two teams that are kind of on equal footing. Yeah, you can lose. You can go out there and lose, but I don't think. We're, it's not going to be the letdown it was last week. We're going to score more than three points. I think we score more than 20 points. Exactly how many more, I'm not sure yet, but that's what I think.
1: Mike G., let me ask you something. Are you worried?
3: I <laughs> 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 not worry. Don't worry. Listen, I mean, I hear what you guys are saying about the run game. Um, I think running is going to be a necessity because... Guys, the only game that we've won this year where Bo has more than 30 pass attempts was LSU. Ole Miss, he had 30 on the dot. But also versus Ole Miss, um, we had more rush attempts than we had pass attempts. So we need more than 30 rush attempts, and we need fewer than 30 pass attempts, 30 or fewer. That's the formula for this team. Once we get into a scenario where we are passing it significantly more than we are running it, we are going to lose. So running the ball is an absolute, all the data suggests that running the ball is an absolute necessity for this team. They have to. Last week, we had 41 pass attempts to 29 carries. That is a losing formula for Auburn. Now you get behind and you guys start throwing the ball all over the place, right? But think about this. Right. Think about this. We weren't behind for most of that game. Yeah, but we just couldn't. We couldn't run effectively enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah
0: right. So
3: that was. The so issue. I don't think. I mean, I know their rush defense is pretty good. If their rush defense does to our rush offense what a And M's did, I, I'm worried. I'm. I have. I have no choice. The data says I should worry about that because if we're forced to throw the ball 40 times that's never worked out yeah that's literally never worked out we don't we don't complete passes at a high enough clip for that to be a good thing for Auburn you know if he, if 40 pass attempts at minimum has to mean at least like 28 to 30 completions to offset the loss of rush yards so I mean it's pretty simple for me Run the ball, throw it just enough. And then hit passes at a high clip, man. Don't miss your shots downfield. Now, now going into Texas A&M, I made a commitment to our viewers. And I said, I will take a shot every pass that we complete Mm. of 20 yards or more down the field. Tragic. I I was sober as hell on Saturday. (sighs) I couldn't believe it. I just started drinking just because. I was like, well, you know what? I already pulled it out of the freezer. Might as well just drink. Not a single one. (laughs) Not one. Wow. So we need to hit our deep deep shots. Uh, I think there's a possibility we get Malcolm Johnson back in this game. He's been missing. I don't want to say why, but he's been missing, right? And if we get Malcolm back and there's a couple other guys that may come back, I mean, We just got, we just have to, we just have to run the ball, man. Run the ball, you know, to Ike's point, Jarquez Hunter has to get involved. It can't, it can't be all tank. You know, um, I'm not, I've never, I've not been, I I like Shivers. I've just not been a big Shivers guy. I think tank, uh, Jarquez needs to get involved. But, you know, that's, that's pretty much where we're we're at here. Run it more than you pass it. And I think Auburn can win this game. Is that safe
1: to say that that's Auburn wins if the run game goes goes off? Yeah.
3: yeah, I I just think if we find a way to run it more than we pass it in this game, it's really that simple. Okay, right? Because if you're running it, you're controlling the clock and you're keeping Will Rogers off the field. <laughs> Sometimes your best defense is a good offense.
0: Yeah, and I I think that that's absolutely a key to this is making sure Mississippi State just is not on the field very often. Right? Mm-hmm. Just don't give them very many at-bats um, to be right. able to, to to put up points against you. Because we, I, I, I don't want to see a shootout scenario where we're having to – like it was looking like it was going to be against Ole Miss where it's like, all right, they're scoring and then we score and they score. It's like, I don't want to – no, want to see none of that. Like right. you know, just possess the ball, make it to where they have to commit more people to the run and give – the, the opportunities for Bo to be wide open, right? Like he, you want him throwing to guys who are wide open out there. Um, and, and you know, hopefully this time he sees them. Bang, I said his name, my bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, it's hard, it's hard. Mm. But again, this is not about the the person in particular. This is about the position. I don't, I literally don't care who plays the position. The quarterback needs to be able to see the field and hit open receivers receivers when the opportunity is there. Um, I do think in this game we are likely going to see them go back to the formula of run the quarterback early. Though, um, they're, they're going to try to run a little bit more with the quarterback to keep them mm. off um, kilter with who's going to have the ball in whatever scenario. They tried to get cute, in my opinion, and fake the uh, the the situation where Bo has the the basically the QB uh, sweep around left side and they mm-hmm. actually pitched it. It was wide open, right? Like I just think listen, make them stop it before you switch it up. So. Yeah. 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 You expect
1: to see a lot of that in the red zone? All right? Uh QB runs in the red zone? Um, yeah. I mean those were very effective I mean, down there. I think
0: that that's the place where it becomes the most uh difficult to stop it just because especially like uh, typically what you're going to be doing is doing a lot more lateral stretches rather than vertical because mm-hmm. there's not room to go vertical. So um so yeah. Oh, this is, uh, <laughs> Jazzy <Jesse laughs> Joe says Ray Finkel needs to make something. This is hey,
3: just, I mean, listen, this listen, is Mississippi State can't kick for real either, though, right. so let's be clear about yeah, that. Right. If, underrated if, if, story if we continue
0: line. with the bend but don't break defense, it could be a long day for Mississippi State if they have to figure out how to either make it fourth and short in the red zone or kick field goals.
1: For all the complaints we have, we, people have had with Carlson, their kicker is has been abysmal. Yeah, Atrocious. Uh, atrocious. So atrocious. Uh, Auburn wins. Auburn wins if B.
2: Why you gotta do it to me, man? It's that time. Mm. Auburn wins if we can complete passes at a greater than sixty percent completion rate. That was my key to the season. Was I was about to say that's the key to the season for B. Yeah. Will right there. So. Yeah, that, that was. 60, it. did you say? 60? Mm-hmm. Our no, sixty. Our season was sixty-five. This okay, game yeah. is 60.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's for this <laughs> game.
2: Because, I mean, the last game it wasn't, and Georgia it wasn't. It
3: was like 59 in the last game, wasn't it? Oh, oh so you yeah. go.
2: It's oh. not that one or two more passes would have made the difference in that game. Well, I don't know. It depends yeah, oh, on, which yeah, yeah. Which pass. on which passes you're uh, talking about. Depends on which yeah. passes. Depends on which one. <laughs> yeah. so, two passes um,
3: definitely would have made a difference.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going to say greater than 60% completion rate. I think that's a good target for, again, knowing who we are, what we've got. Assuming, again, that Bo is going to continue being the starter. 60%. You know what? If it's early and he gets that early, then he's going to be better than 60%. If they get him making completions early, he really carries that momentum through the entire game. But if we stall out, a couple drives end early, Three and outs. Then the pressure starts to mount, and then he's in his head, reacts too quickly, overreacts to some things, thinks too hard, makes some mistakes, presses too hard. Then that's going to be hard to do. But again, I think we're we're due for a bounce back because I think the staff, the coaching staff, knows the team, knows our strengths and weaknesses, and we're at home. And that's even even if we aren't shaking on the road like we used to be. Every team still plays better at home. So. I'm, I'm going to factor that into and say we do hit that 60% completion rate from the quarterback Georgia, position. Georgia State right. was a home game, just putting that out there. Zacobi wasn't there, though, man. It was all about Zacoby, You know what I'm saying? I feel Z- Kobe was gone. His offense was still trash, though. Hey, man, stop um, talking. Stop talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're making too much sense over there, man. Shut up.
1: Um, I got pretty much – I didn't ask Mike and I specifically, but I'm hearing run game,
0: run the yeah. ball. Yeah. Auburn runs the ball well.
1: Keeping yeah, Mississippi State off the it,
0: field. You have to get at least get 125, I think, on the ground. Okay. Um, I don't care who it comes from. 125 is is where I feel like if we can mm. break that threshold, we'll get into a space where it opens it up for everybody else.
1: You agree, Mike, or does Auburn need to go a little higher than that?
3: Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, that's cutting it close for me. But yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I think you got to break a hundred yards at least. And um, I, I told a I told a lie. <laughs> we did win a game where we did throw the ball more than thirty times. It was Georgia State. It just wasn't by any single quarterback. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> two, two different quarterbacks had to get that done for us to win that game. So um, twenty-seven attempts by both, sixteen attempts by Finley. Okay. Uh, I. I I just, I don't know, guys. Like, I'm torn on this one. (laughs) I'm torn on this one.
1: (laughs) All right, guys, it's pick 'em time. It's pick 'em time. Um, I'm going. I'm going Auburn thirty-four. Ooh, Auburn thirty-four, Mississippi State twenty-four.
2: I think get I'll be you know by
1: double by double digit score in this game. Are hey, you 34? Stay 24. Good guys.
0: Ike? Come mm. on, Ike. I am going to say. Ooh. Score is the harder part for me. I'm picking Auburn to win. So let me kill the suspense on anybody thinking I'm deliberating on whether or not Auburn's going to win. Okay. All right. Oh, bless it. Be the name of the Tigers. 27 um, 20, Auburn.
1: Okay. B?
0: I got two options in my mind. Oh, game. wait a minute. I just gave Mississippi State a field goal 27 21. They might hit A field goal. They can get to the Uh, five. You know what I'm saying? I don't don't believe in A field goal. 27-21.
1: You're right. That's a good point. 21-34 for me.
2: Okay. I'm going to say... I think Auburn scores 27 points. I think Mississippi State scores 24 points.
0: I almost went twenty four, but again I'd have to believe their field goal kicker could kick yeah. hit something. So so I had twenty four, but I yeah, I had twenty twenty-seven, twenty four all.
3: Somebody put three two.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. That's a throwback a score right there.
1: Okay. Mike. Before you answer that, before you answer that, let me ask you a
2: question. We're going to be in for a ride. So, everybody get ready. Are you nervous? <laughs> Just You nervous?
3: <laughs> All right. yeah, I'm, ner- I'm nervous about this game. Um, okay. Now go. What you got? So my my guy, there's a guy on Twitter that I interact with from the Locked On, you kind of uh, chat universe. His name is Evan, Evan Shank. Um, and he he was making some interesting points to me about QB play. And I know it's not all about QB play, so I'm not insinuating. But if Mississippi State executes their defensive game plan, it will be all about QB play. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he, he went back. He was revisiting Texas A&M and just was kind of saying his thoughts were, it might have been a good idea even if you start in this game to sit him down in that fourth quarter because once he starts to go south it just has never come back right and our coach said something that I thought was curious during that game during the post-game presser y'all you know, and I asked the question was there any any you looked you talked about needing a spark and When we were down versus Georgia State, you turned to T.J. Finley for that spark. Was there any point during this fourth quarter where you considered putting T.J. in? And he didn't say that he didn't. He just said that he felt like Bo could still get us that spark. And then I'm paraphrasing here. So if I'm not quoting him correctly, uh, forgive me because I hate hate being misquoted and I hate misquoting. But he, he essentially said something to the effect of he's done that for us before this year. Like, you know, we've been able to get that spark from him. And I respectfully disagree with that statement. I cannot think of a single game where Bo played the way he was playing at the beginning and then found the spark at the end of the game suddenly. You know, I mean, a guy will stand correct. If anybody can point out a game where that happened that way, I've seen games where he's played great the whole game. Or he's played great at the beginning and maybe tapered off near the end and we still won. But I've never seen a game where he started off in the first quarter and finished hot in the fourth quarter. So so CMP,
0: he still didn't have a great game at LSU. Like, yeah. You, like,
3: I, we're remembering the wow plays, but in between that was a lot of... Ugh. No, and on that final drive, it was all Jarquez in one pass. And even to that
2: point, early it's not like it was terrible. Early we were moving the ball early, and he he yeah. got free license to do some wheeling and dealing early. Mm-hmm. So he was never out of the game the way he was against Georgia and A yeah. and
3: So that was that. So my question is, if if he's our quarterback for this game, it will be for the whole game. Is he is he still in Texas A and M mental mode? Or have they found a way to hit the reset button mentally for Bo going into this one? Because teams like Georgia State have, you know, at times, like, you know, teams have been able to force us to throw the ball. We have not been, we don't have the type of offensive line where we can just run at will on people. You can scheme against our run game and you can stop our running backs because... Our line, you know, they're just not those guys this year. And I'm not super down on them. I just think that's our identity this year. So, I'm sitting here thinking, what if Mississippi State can do what other teams have been able to do against our run game this year? And they have a pretty good run defense already. Where does That leaves us in the same position where we need plays to be made from the quarterback position. Right and Bo, you know, a lot of you guys have described him as a streak shooter. He's a streak shooter. He's a streak shooter, and he ended on a really bad streak. Five of his last fifteen passes in A and M. And say what you want, but those weren't all. Those, those that wasn't like ten drops. That was one drop down the stretch of that game by Shanker when the game was already out of out of hand. That's a really bad streak. And now I'm sitting here thinking, is he going to end that? Can he reset? Can he forget that? (coughs) There were some things I didn't like, guys. Screaming at your teammates after you just fumbled against air. You know, there were some things there that just kind of worry me. And I'm thinking in my game, I'm like, this isn't about whether we're talented enough to beat Mississippi State. This is about whether our team is in the right headspace to beat Mississippi State. And I got to say, man, this is why you pay a coach $5 million a year. This is a big part of his job. Get us in the damn right headspace to bounce back from that and win this game. Now, I know what he said in the post-game presser, but he watched the same film we watched after. And he's a smart guy, so I know he saw all the same things we saw, too because it wasn't just him. He's got teams of people helping him watch film. They all saw the open guys. They all saw the line have their best pass blocking game of the season against a really tough defense. Yep, And they all saw that there were plays left on the field that needed to be made. This isn't just about winning at this point. This is about improving. Because this team is still playing for something. When We're in the 12 o'clock slot, right? Uh, 11 Central? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Win early and put the pressure on Texas A&M to not go out there and lay a, 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 a dud. Yep. Right? Win this game, put the pressure solely back on Calzada. And then you are again in control of your own destiny in the SEC West. But we got to be in the right headspace to do it. Now, I like this coaching staff. I really do. I believe they're trying. Whether they can do it with these these players, this O-line, this quarterback. And I'm talking about offense right now because our defense ended on a hot streak, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. But as an offense, man, whether they can get that pulled them back in one game at home, man, there's just there's we're all over the spectrum here this season. You know, Akron. You know, after Akron and and Alabama State, we were riding high. Penn State, we're like, ooh, so close. If we were just a little bit better, Georgia State, we're like, what the hell? We could finish six and six. LSU, we're like, first win, oh my god. But still, it was a little iffy. Georgia, we were like, "eh, well, that's who we thought we were." Then we went on a little run, just to come crashing back down against a team that we should have beat. Now credit to Texas A&M; they were, they're a good squad. Their defense lights out, man. Even better coaching, but that wasn't a that, that game was winnable. There's not a game left on our schedule. Sons, Georgia in the SEC championship, it's not winnable. You got to go out there and you got to win it, man. So I'm picking Auburn, but like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm excited about it, dude. Like, I just, I'm like, I just want to see, I want to see attitude. I want, I want, I want them to, I want them to take what happened to them last week personally.
2: Like that was funny, man. I appreciate that,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to Auburn seventeen Mississippi state ten, hmm. hey, defensive I, battle, listen, yeah, I mean, I just I, I mean that is the level of my confidence in 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 where we're at offensively, yeah, it's not that I don't feel like we can't score thirty. I've been calling thirty the last three games. It's about the consistency that doesn't exist when it comes to execution. When we execute, 30. When we don't execute, we can lose games where our defense allows no touchdowns. Come on, man. Going into Texas A&M, if I told you we're not going to allow a single offensive touchdown in this game, ten, times, 10 every single one of you would have told me we we're going to win that game. Facts. All of you. That's a fact. To the extent that we fail to execute, we lost a game where we did not give up an offensive touchdown. I got to get with my guy, Jay Ferguson, Justin Ferguson, over the Auburn Observer, and I got to ask him, when was the last time we did that? Mm. When was the last time we lost a game where we didn't give, it, give up an offensive touchdown? Wow. Now, here's one thing. Let me let me put out a positive that I did, I did, I did hear when I talk about headspace. Uh, he was, Bo was asked this week about the fumble. Right, And um, he said, a player of my experience should not make plays like that. And I thought, you know what? That might be the first time I've heard him take whole responsibility for his play. And that's encouraging to me. Now, I know he heard about it, certainly in film review and in practice. There's no way he didn't hear about it but i just i'm i'm worried about him mentally man and if you're tj finley stay ready because you know i i, I don't care what harson said in in the post game i'm telling you he saw the same thing we saw and if you're not you and you saw it too i doubt he gets four quarters of rope in this one if he carries that bad streak into this game otherwise why have a backup quarterback at all Right. I've been listening to clowns on Twitter essentially talk about why our backup is worthless. <laughs> so <laughs> <Not> the same <laughs> coaching staff, the same coach, right. and yes, I'm saying clown clowns. The same coaching staff that's, cho- that's cho- choosing to start Bo went out and got TJ Finley because he felt like, they felt like he could help this team. This is one of those situations where he might be able to help. The conversation is not crazy. And it's not necessarily a knock on anybody. Better quarterbacks have been benched for less Mm -hmm. all over college football. I don't care if your backup is a five-star or a half-star. Stenson Bennett is a walk-on on on the best team in the country by a long shot. The guy he took the job from, albeit due to injury, can't get the job back from a walk-on. So everybody's got to contribute, dude. And TJ Finley may play a really important role in how we finish down the stretch. If Bo can't get his mind right. You know, what I saw in the fourth quarter of that game, guys, was 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 I mean, it was it was it was bad. Best pass blocking game of the year for an O line. They, they had to, all they heard about after was how bad they played when they actually played well. Because of how bad the performance was from the QB position under the circumstances. TJ Finley's, he's he's here to play a role in this. And I'm not calling for TJ Finley to start. That's not what I'm doing. But before anybody says Mike just wants to see Finley start, that's not it. I'm saying that if it starts to go south, you got to back up for a reason. And this intellectually lazy argument that uh, you know the, the, the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy on the team, yeah, maybe sometimes he should be. Hmm. When your starter goes five for fifteen down the stretch behind good protection, now I'm all about starting him for this game. But if it starts to go south, how many how many to- how many times do we have to watch this? Go this way. The only time we've truly seen, T- T- seen TJ Finley, he saved us from an embarrassing loss. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear here for all the TJ Finley haters. Without Finley, this team is 5-4 and four and not 6-3. and three. We're not ranked, and we're possibly not even 5-4. Mm-hmm. Because of how the rails come off when you lose to a team that early like Georgia State. He's a D1 football player. I'm sick of hearing people talk about how this guy just can't play football all of a sudden. He earned a scholarship at one of the best schools in the country for football. Twice. And a lot of people wanted him. Twice. Twice. (laughs) Right. And a lot of people wanted him. So let's not act like he's just some trash football player that can't. Kiss Bo's Rings. You got to be able to go to the backup. I've seen the better coaches in college football do it. I commend Harson, though. I can see why he stuck with him through the uh, uh through the end of Texas AM. I did. I was, you know, I, I thought I after the fumble, I thought there was a chance he might pull him, but it didn't feel unwinnable. I felt what Harson was feeling like. I felt like he could still pull it out. It still felt within reach because the score was only like six to three or nine to three at the point, right? Before the fumble. And it just felt like, yeah, man, like there have been some opportunities here. Maybe he'll find one. Maybe he'll hit a deep pass. But this team is still playing for something, man. And and, and I said it on locked on. I'll say it again. If Bo's your starter, this Auburn offense goes as Bo goes. That's it. I'm telling you, it's not the run game, guys. It's Bo. Because teams have proven they can stop our run game mm-hmm. and force us to pass. So we don't really have a choice. We need Bo to play well. Or we don't have a chance to win games. Not with our remaining schedule. That's it. Either that or the defense has to pitch a shutout.
2: And score points.
3: Yeah. That's it. Yep. Yep. You know, that's that's a tough place to be.
1: Jesse Joe. Okay, so all right. So I he has I have $400 in super chat. We'll take it right every, now. <laughs> every, <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Every yard Rodgers throws equals a dollar.
0: Wow. So he's Negative taking a dollar off of that 400 for every yard that uh, Will Rogers
3: throws. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Okay. So if he so if he comes out for one play and gets hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's for off top. Don't do him like that. <laughs> Don't
2: do him like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Minimal one pass, <laughs> right? <Every> Int fifty. <laughs>
2: okay, what
1: hundred? Whatever is 50 left plus, is plus yard kit? Fifty dollars for wow. every interception Auburn snatches. A hundred for fifty plus yard kick.
0: That's the best part of that entire
1: thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think you know it's what? hilarious you call him a Finkel now. God, That's guys, hilarious. Be- before we move on real quick, uh, listen, I love Felix, but again, I, ha- I spent a whole day on Twitter dispelling this myth. I want the best guy to start, period. I just want to win. Yeah.
2: That's it. And we've That's seen it. this. And that, the biggest difference here, and this is, I don't understand this from anybody. We have seen Bo. Look bad in games. Did he come back against Florida 2019? No. Did he did he bring it back against LSU 2019? No. Um, did we somehow get it together against Minnesota in 2019? No. Okay, so last year. South Carolina, did it get better after it was a rough game? No. All right. So who, who else, where we were clearly out of our depth, or he was clearly shaken, did he bounce back? Georgia State? No. Um, he got pulled before it could continue that way. We left him in and say, all right, well, listen, we took you out. Georgia State, you didn't get a chance to save that game. Texas a and we're in it. It's actually closer than the game at Georgia State was. Mm-hmm. Here you go. No. We now have examples over three years of getting down, playing poorly, and playing worse because you're down, shaken, mentally out of the game. Why? is pulling that quarterback not an option. It's even better. Give me an example of any quarterback playing like that, being left in, and actually coming back to win the games.
3: It's not a ton, man. I mean, it's just not a ton. So I'm with you, man. Like I said, I, I just want the best guy. That's it. And these these are winnable football games. This is a talented football team, right? It's just clear that teams defensively can force us to do one thing this year, which is yeah. pass. We've seen it for 10 games, right? Yeah. Who have we lined up against and just been able to smash mouth, run the ball against? Nobody. So this year's team does demand more of the quarterback. Yeah. It just does. That's it. Some teams are built that way, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully next year, the offensive line is in a place where we can run the ball. We can just line up and smash people in the mouth and run it. That's not where we're at. That doesn't mean that you just give up on winning games until they can. You win them how you can. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I have such an uneasy feeling about this game, guys. Like, I, I don't like, you know, if Auburn loses, because remember we, you know, we, we had the range in our season predictions, everywhere from six and six or seven and five to ten and two. Right, my prediction was the first one to get eliminated. I had the most sunshine, pumpy prediction of them all because I expected better, better play this year. But I thought that he would take the next step, knowing, I called that knowing that he would be the quarterback the entire season. Yeah. So I expected him to play well. It just hasn't materialized. Now, nine and three is still on the table. Eight and four is still on the table. Seven and five is still on the table. Six and six is still on the table. Yeah. I just think that it can go either way here for me. Like, it can go either way. We got to get it together, dude. This is this is mission critical for Harson. I think save this save this season man you had a good you got a good thing going here finish it strong finish it better than the last guy would have <laughs> yeah yeah for sure you got the talent you do and you got the know-how and you hired the right guys that's it I don't want him to have to learn this the hard way all right well, we're gonna that. win f all that boys <laughs> <laughs>